What if we have the, uh, like, auto-tune on? And the whole thing's in auto-tune? Like, it's like... Have you ever heard yourself in auto-tune? No. You want to? You want to? Yeah. Definitely want to hear myself. <laughs> Who the fuck doesn't want to hear Alright, man. And we can always take it off if we want. Let's start. Let's run it off the get go. Yeah, man. So, we're here. We just finished the episode with Danny Matei. And last weekend, we finished our our uh, last practical ever. So, now we're pretty much done with PT school. Done. Cheers. Cheers. As we drink coffee. Yeah, man. Hot coffee. So... I want to get your opinion on this because I'm I'm kind of a weirdo, right? People, my whole life, people have been like, <laughs> "You're a weirdo." I, they've been like, "You're so totally fucking weird." Um, like in high school, they're like, "Can you believe it's over?" You know these. Can you believe years, it's over? Beautiful auto tune. It's like insert that vitamin C song. Graduate as we go. Yeah. Okay. We can sing it now because we have auto tune in our voices. Because I'm, I'm, I'm slightly worried that even the auto tune, <laughs> even auto tune, it wouldn't sound good. But they're like, "Can you believe it's over?" And I'd be like, "Yes, I can." And that felt like four years. I don't know what your like relevance of time is, but to me, that felt exactly like four years. Yes. And it feels like it was long enough, but not too long. And I'm ready to move on. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's changed. I've gotten a little bit out of that, you know, because I was young in high school and I was like, yeah, whatever, I don't care. And then I got done with college and I was so much trying to get into PT school that I was like, this doesn't even matter. Undergraduate doesn't even matter. And for the first time, I'm hitting something that I did feel like it mattered. Mm. I'm like, this is cool, I guess. <laughs> How do you feel about it? Does it feel the graduation of PT school? The graduation of PT school. There's one thing I've said in previous episodes. I felt like it, this was forever long. Yeah, I feel like I've been in some limbo of PT school, basically my entire life. Yeah, especially in um, because you wanted to go to PT school, you have to get through undergrad first. Because I know there's some programs that have a 3x3. Three three the 3x3. Three three. You can get in earlier, but in our case, it was, um, I mean, we both went to undergrad schools that didn't have that. And uh, so you, your undergrad is basically a wash. Or you're just kicking your ass to get a good G, good enough GPA to get in. Yeah. So it's like you, you work your hardest to get into PT school. And then when you finally get in, it's like, oh, God, I'm so thankful I'm in PT school. Yep. Because a lot of people don't get in, and then Lisa Mack, when her when her episode dropped, she kind of touched on this. It's like it almost postpones your adulthood in a way, but it doesn't. Or like your because you, you're not you can work while in PT school, especially in our program because we had a unique program. But it's still that sense where like I still haven't arrived yet because I went through undergrad, and all of your undergrad friends, if they're engineers or they have a you know, whatever degree, you can get that four-year degree and then start working. 
but if you want to go to grad school, like be a health profession, that's only you're only halfway there. So yeah, this is finally we've come to a point where our formal schooling has finally stopped. Yes, and it's it's yeah. This is the one where it feels like oh, this matters now. Yeah, because there's no you don't have any other pressure or formal requirement to do any other schooling after this. Yeah, yeah. Which is a damn good feeling. It is. It is it's a weird. Okay. I just want to jump right into this. Jump. 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 Jump into. I wish I had a song. Jump. 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 Okay. Um, here's the question. Here's we, the question. We've talked about it, you know, like. You just got out of PT school. PT school is what school. it is. And I'm going to bias your, your answer off the get go. I thought I would learn. I thought that I would learn when I got out of PT school, I'd be some like super wizard when it came to biomechanics. Super wizard. <laughs> and like why things happen. I'd be like, oh my God. Like, I'm, and, and you get done and you're like, I'm- now I have more questions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I know it's hard to reflect and understand how much you truly gained in knowledge. Yeah. Uh, but. I'm thinking back to before I got in school or even in the very beginning of school when I, someone would come to me with like plantar fasciitis, how I would view it. Yeah. And I'm thinking about how I view plantar fasciitis now that I've done, and there's not a big difference. I'm like, really? No, but you have, you have a greater sense of... I guess, yeah. Yeah, you do. We, need to, we can't have a conversation with the old Tyler. Can't even really. Ha- yeah. You know? I mean, it's, it's, it's hard for me to... To figure out how much of a difference there is. Yeah. Or like sh- uh, some sort of shoulder pathology. You're like, ah, let's figure it out. You know? Like, don't get me wrong. I- I've got confidence I can go help someone. Yeah. I, I-, I think I-, I know I can do that. I've, yeah. I've done that. But the the understanding, I guess it's, you've learned <laughs> a lot. I don't, I, are you, but so you came into PT school with a high knowledge of, of anatomy and physiology. Yeah, I guess I thought I would just be some sort of like crazy wizard of like, oh, this is how things work. And maybe it's there. And maybe it's like when you become the wizard. I'm not saying I'm a yeah. wizard. But maybe it's like when you become the wizard, you're like, I don't feel. I think I think that's it. I think because I think we would have had to have an outside force that somebody externally that would have been like, here's here's you in trimester one. Yeah. Try try to treat somebody. Yeah, and here's you now. I mean, think about it. Like you've already been through a bunch of internships now. Yeah, you know, basically picture, six months of ortho. Yeah, picture picture you treating somebody now in initial evaluation versus you in anatomy class doing an initial evaluation on somebody. Right? Just yeah. think about that. Yeah. Like, uh, did you know what the Jamelli brothers were before? Uh-huh. Yeah. Anatomy class? Like, I don't even think I knew like what the QL was yeah. and that it attached. So yeah, man, it, it is you, kind of a did, weird feeling to to get somewhere, yeah, and not and be like, this isn't anything special. Yeah. So for, for the listener, we just recorded a podcast with Danny Mate, and this is our, and we just finished our last practical. So pretty much all the PT schoolwork is done. We graduate in two weeks from PT school from our Flex University of St. Augustine program four year hybrid online on campus program 
And one of the things that Danny said was you need to take time and reflect how far you've come. And this is so true now because you you can't appreciate how far you've come now. It's been, you know, yeah. because you're you're in it. You're still in it. You know, you've come so far you don't even realize it. Even when you, we just talked about Kelly Sturrett, MWOD shit, just because you've been in PT world and MWOD for so long, it's almost like you ha- you feel like everybody else on the planet knows that mm-hmm. because you've you, you grew up on MWOD. You know, you're like, oh yeah, you, when you taught some the cop a couch a couch stretch, cop a couch, cop a couch, taught the cop a couch stretch. It's you know it, and you were kind of blown away that he didn't. Here's this cop that does jujitsu and, and he's active, yet he has no idea who Kelly Sorette is. He's never done a, a couch stretch. Yeah, and that's just some things that you take for granted because of the knowledge base that you have. That's what I think. I think I think you're probably right. I do think you're probably right. I'll tell you another thing that I'm thinking. Yeah, and this is this is 100 percent my bias to all the students out there. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, I think that people need to not forget that, like, like, oh, we're, we're not just a glorified trainer, right? Da, da, da. I think, um, I think in a way we are. I think in a way we are, and I think the profession kind of got itself in this weird little. Whole where where Can other you say professions whole 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 okay sorry um, other professions medical professions have done this that that just because you went to a lot of school and you're in a lot of debt doesn't mean when you get out you're a baller yeah you know just because doesn't make you a movement expert doesn't make you a movement expert and and I think that you need to I, I think that. I have to remind myself this. I think other people need to realize that our students coming up, like you, they, like, um, who am I thinking of? The Chris, uh, who's the Kabaki strength guy or whatever? Uh, oh, Chris Duffin. Yeah, right. Just because I just got done with my doctorate doesn't mean I'm going to go walk up to Chris Duffin and be like, hey, hey like, fuck you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know as much as him. Yeah. Um, in a lot of areas, there might be something that I, for whatever reason, I might know how to like rehab a TBI better than him, you know. But like, yeah, yeah. they probably got that on him. But you know, there's it's, a lot it's of, different niches. Man. It is different niches. He's, he's the king of of his strength and conditioning yeah. niche for powerlifters. Yeah. And, and just because you're in a lot of debt and yeah. your profession decided to put you in a thing where we're all doctorates yeah, quotation that doesn't mean yeah. that you're automatically handed something and I, when we're on campus um, n- not to blast our program but like our program is known for putting out a lot of people putting um, they churn out people left and right so if you're within the St. Augustine school um, area yeah you're about to see 60 plus people of, coming out every semester St. people coming out so, and then what, what do you do? You get on Instagram, and, and there's people that I respect a lot are um, posting things that are very therapy-based. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is it's, it's competitive yeah. still, and um, y- you better look around because somebody else can, whether it be a Cairo, a strength and conditioning coach, they can 
go grab what you think you deserve for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even mean to hit that one. Um, yeah, I think there is... Let me turn down the auto-tune a bit. Let me, let me try to normalize it. I think that... I think that's such a, a great point because um, it's because I remember I remember he, being told that oh you're a physical therapist what do you do you're basically a glorified personal trainer right and especially going through school you're insulted by that yeah and you're like fuck you I'm a doctor and then as we we kind of come full circle I you do realize that's that's less of an insult right and it's yeah. And we need to how wouldn't it be cool if both professions got elevated yeah. and there is a blurring of the lines as opposed to either consciously or subconsciously you're like, no, fuck personal trainers, I'm a doctor of physical therapy. Two totally different things. Um because I'm in debt for this thing that I'm in. Uh, you know? And a high school kid can go get a personal trainer license. Um but I think that I think all those feelings come in when you do have to go through so much schooling, you have to go get in so much debt, and then on top of all that, all the hard work that you have to put in to get into a PT school, when you finally get into PT school, you're like, holy shit, nobody really knows what we does. We came out of a very passive pro- profession that was um, that wasn't marketed heavily. That that relied on you know information from the doctors uh, that oh, what word was I going to use that you know that uh, people don't know what we do you know we have a, such an inferiority complex that we're trying to shake off mm-hmm. and I think all of that plays in a role right like our big fight to get direct access the push to make it a doctorate profession like all these things are great but um, just like you said we can't. It's that weird thing of we can't shit on everybody else and we can't go just because you have these letters thinking that you know better that you know excuse me better than somebody else with actual experience in a certain niche you know um, uh, which is tough and because we we've sat back and we've seen ground. Our ground, right? Our musculoskeletal pain management ground has already been taken by, uh, you know, chiros, MDs, trainers. So we, we've sat back and watched people get into this space that we could own, you know, and, and true, like we're, we're all about abundance mindset and, and go getter mentality. So it's a tough balance um, to, when you see somebody in your space, especially like on Instagram or something, and you're like, oh, like a PT should be doing that. So like, yeah, like I think when, whenever, whenever we see that happen, you need to go join forces and, and practice more of an abundance mentality as opposed to being like, oh, well, I don't agree with them. I don't, I don't like them. They didn't go in as much debt as I did to do the thing that we can basically do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of rambling now, but yeah, I think that's, I wouldn't if somebody were to say, "Oh, you're glorified personal trainer." I would definitely wouldn't react the same way as I did uh, early on in my school. I would have been like, I would try to come at it to a more positive angle and try to elevate both professions. Yeah, because now I, I think there's a true blend. 
right? Especially in fitness and orthopedic. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely a a bit of a gray area. I almost take it like, um, oh, you're just a glorified personal trainer, and part of me wants to be like, I'll prove to you why I'm not. And and I'm basically am. And I'm not saying I ever, I'm not saying that that's an awful term, but I'm basically saying what I want to say is like, okay, I got you. Let me show you what I can do. Let me show you the difference between what they do and what I do. Like, like, let me prove to you. And and until I can prove that I'm not, I'm not, I'm not anything better than what you assume me to be. Yeah. Shout out to Alan Besseling, who our professor who we've had on the podcast that was like, you know, just and this speaks to the direct access point of like, just give me a chance to prove myself, yeah. which PTs historically haven't because of restricted direct access and scripts and, and referral based systems. But I think, yeah, I think, I think we, uh, I think now more than ever we have an opportunity to practice. You know, let the free, let the market decide, right? On some Gary V shit, yeah. Let the the market will decide if you're a glorified personal trainer or not. Yeah. Let's, you know, yeah. Get, just keep, let me shoot my shot. Let, let's see what happens. Yeah, and I'll the the public will decide who you are. Yeah. That's the other thing that we really learned from this podcast and and following everybody on social media. Like the public will decide who you are. Yeah, we can come out and call ourselves a movement experts and whatever we want to call ourselves, but if we don't market strong enough so that the public doesn't have a sense of like, oh, PT, that's the movement expert. Yeah, then you know, unless the public thinks it's so, then it's not so. Two more things yeah. on my mind. Yeah. So one, so you can help remember, one is I want to talk about our school, and the other thing I want to talk about, what we were talking about earlier is like recreating what the people we've talked to on this podcast. Yeah. So the first thing, it's, it's something I've been toying around in my brain of, you know, St. August... I shouldn't say the school. No, we, can, we can say, we can say so, it now. So, so St. Augustine's beginning to get the reputation of how they're pumping out people. Yeah. You know? But at the same time, so so I, I, I feel like I've vocalized the listeners. Your standard program, I wouldn't have gotten in. I know that yeah. because I didn't get in for three years. <laughs> yeah. Right? I got denied over and over again. Both of us. And then, yeah. And then we got that door open up for us. So, but then we were lucky as fuck to get in PT school. I was lucky. I'm, I'm, I could possibly be the luckiest person of anyone that does listen to. Like, if you're out there not in school, you got, like, I promise you, I had shittier credentials. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, what is St. Augustine doing? It's, they're get people are graduating. Yeah. People are passing the boards. Yeah. So maybe it's not this like special, so special of a club that they deemed it to be. You yeah. know, like if people are, are passing and they're passing the boards, then is it really this like yeah. select club that people don't belong in? You know, is it is it really yeah. that or is it like, hey, you know, you can do it. But you better be good once you get out there. Like, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? Is I think it- it's supply and demand, right? Because yeah. the, the part of the reason why people get into PT is like you hear, oh, the baby boomers are going to be old. They're going to your your job is going to be safe. You're going to you know pe- they're in demand. And yeah, I mean, it's not just St. Augustine. There's a bunch of PT schools popping up everywhere. True. St. Augustine, of course, is a pro- is a for profit school. So now they're they're working on like five campuses across the states. And and I think. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out for sure. Like, is there going to be a point where there's just too many PTs? You know, like like we said, the market's going to decide, and it's going to 
that's really gonna it's really gonna be cool because then the cream of the crop's gonna rise no matter whatever the situation. And like, then, are there too many personal trainers out there? Exactly. Right. Right. You. No one would be like. There's such a surplus of personal trainers. Yeah. They don't have to go into the amount of debt. Yeah. But like teachers. Well, yeah. Like, is there any job that there's like I don't know maybe it's out there, but I feel like. That's not the case with any engineers, right? They come out in four years. It's kind of no one's out there being like, "There's so many engineers that yeah. that market is saturated." Yeah, you might you might have heard that with like nursing or something. I remember, but I don't maybe nursing. We can get a nur- uh, nursing student on here to to hear their thoughts. But yeah, I've heard like nur- I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not. So I don't even want to say it. Of like a profession that's kind of like saturated. And it's hard to get a job. Yeah, but um, you know, I don't know. But either way. If that if and when that does happen, that's going to be a good thing because then people are going to have to step their game up yeah. and uh, get creative, as we as we're seeing now with like marketing on Instagram or people PTs trying to have their own brand. You know, you you can I can only watch so many Instagram videos of somebody doing a glute bridge variation with an anatomy picture of the glutes in red of like have back pain, do this shit. It's like you're gonna need to you're gonna need to get creative with your with your content at some point. Yeah, but uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Next point. Next point. This is this is the auto tune's gone. Um, we, you want, I can no 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 no. no, no <laughs> okay, so this is what we we're talking about earlier, and this is not so much with school, um, but it's kind of where we're at with the podcast, and yeah. as we graduate, we love you, listeners. We love you. Is and this is no diss on you a drink. Whoa. Yeah, we turned it off. I need to turn it back on. Let me, let me try again. Buy you a drink. Is that better? This is much Sorry. better. I need to hold on to I got it. carried away. I liked it. Sorry. Jared, can you explain to the listeners about all the people that we've talked to um and and met with in person yeah who i hated the most you know who was the no um (laughs) who was the sexiest of all of our guests i'm gonna tell you it was charlie weingroff she's a very sexy man sexy man um the the uh Can you explain to the listeners how attainable some of this stuff oh, is? Oh God, it's and and you it's know there. I might be somewhat hypocritical because we're about to get into it and yeah. and we're about to graduate. But deep down inside, I know that the stuff that they're talking about. Yeah, you go talk to them. We talk to the physio tutors. I don't just a little bit ago, and they're like, oh, you know, it's, it seems like it's such a big thing. And they're like, oh, we record it in our living room. Yeah. That and that goes back to right. Shit is, how does that phrase go? Shit, it's simple, but it's hard, right? Yeah. To get where, wherever, if you have a mentor that you want to be like, or somebody, a role model, your dreams, whatever you have, right? It's it's simple, but it's hard. So to get there, the plan isn't complicated. You have to do a few core things. If you you pick your five year goal, your ten year goal, your fifteen year goal. You reverse engineer from that. You then you think of one thing that you can do each week to get you there. Shout out to the one thing book. 
and and Gary V shit. You just work on that one thing each week to get you to that goal. You reverse engineer it. You be consistent. You'll get there. And that's right. Like the plan is simple. It's just the hard work, mm-hmm. the gritty, grindy shit to get there. And that's what we've heard from everybody, from physio tutors to Danny Mateta to Jared Carter in PT world. We because we've interviewed these people and we've been behind the curtain, like we were just talking about, like. Not that like their shit's not impressive, but we're like, oh yeah, like you get an office space, you get a table, you go to IKEA for a weekend, you buy some shit, you you put it like it's it's hard as fuck, it's time consuming, you're gonna feel like killing yourself, yeah, but it's attainable, and that we've been um, we've been so lucky and, and honored to to be in an opportunity where we've gotten to be behind the curtain and see how some shit works. You know, if we didn't have this podcast, we would we would still if we didn't have if we didn't have this podcast if we didn't, if we didn't have an opportunity to network with these people, we would be like it feels unattainable, much like it felt before we sent out a random text to Charlie Weingroff to be like, hey, you want to talk on our podcast? Mm-hmm. You know, all this shit would have felt unattainable, and we'd be like, I have no idea how do you start a cash based physical therapy practice? You know, online, yeah. Yeah. So it it was the networking via this podcast, via us being on social media, us in person, at conferences. It was a networking that made all this shit feel attainable for us to do. Because I, I don't think, do you feel like there's anything not within your reach that if you wouldn't put hard work in, you would be able to get there? Not, I mean, at, at first thought, you know, no. Yeah. You know, man. like. I'm sure you could probably put together some like really elaborate thing like creating a strength and conditioning program for the, you know, University of Texas football players or I don't know, just something yeah. that'd be like ah, that, that looks that looks pretty tough there, but um for the most part, you know, just your your basic foundational things um I've, I I can I'm continuously repetitively amazed at how attainable it is. Every yeah. time we talk to someone new and we talk about like, oh, how did how did you guys get it going? It's always like, uh, we we had some coffee one day and then we just like did some shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's never not that. Yeah. It's n- I, we it's never, I had to fight thousands of beasts yeah. to obtain the sword to vanquish <laughs> the government. Like I don't I haven't talked we haven't talked to one person that's like, oh, I had to. Maybe Johnny Owens kind of had like that thing where he had to leave, and he created his own. Um, he got his own clinic and everything, but no, and he like moved into an apartment and things but like that. But still, like that's still like he chose to do that. Yeah, and yeah. He, you know that was. So he just he just you know he left the center for the intrepid, and then he he wanted to start his own kind of business with that. So, but yeah, still. Yeah. Sayat. Sayat. Sayat, yeah. Attainable. Like, So to the listeners, anybody... I'm getting to the point where anyone you see online that you're like... uh, Take, for instance, the Athlean X guy. I forget that dude's name, right? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know his name. Um, But I'm pretty confident that that if we had him on and we talked to him, he'd be like, yeah, I just started like recording shit. Yeah. And you're like... What do you mean? He's like, yeah, just. Uh, and then I promise you, if you got into his like his practices, he'd be like, 
And I've seen it one time. He's like, oh, it's just my son records. We like wake up that <laughs> yeah. morning. We're like, oh, what can we do? And then he's like, I mean, it might be a little bit more detailed, but for the most yeah. part, if Bar- you barbell physio, barbell Zach physio, Long. Zach, yeah. Zach Long, you're like, oh my god! And then you like see what he does. He's like, no, I just like pick out a Saturday and like go do yeah. it. And it's like you, you look at my videos, and I'm wearing the same shit. <laughs> I'm wearing the same shit because I recorded all the way. And you're like, yeah, he's the best. He's the best. He's the best. And, but what did he Super do? Cool. What was different? Right? What was it? He grind grinds, man. Grind, Consistency, persistent. You know. Okay. Going back to school, Jared. Going probably, I'll probably school. head out at, at like twelve thirty because I got to go. Stephen has a meeting. At okay. His place. Well, <laughs> fuck this podcast. <laughs> we, we got time, man. Eight minutes. We got time. You, you are the voice of a nation, man. And you're finishing up. You're finishing it up. What? Wait, where's your head at with the with everything? Where's day? your head at? Where's your head at with school? Talk to yeah, the man. listeners. What's your head at with what it was, what it will be, what it... I don't know, just anything. Finishing up. You gotta go get it, man. Is it? You gotta go get it. Okay, here, I'm gonna lead you to water a little bit. Because I got a text message from someone earlier today. The, here's what they want to know. Because it's the question that's been brought up on the program. Is physical therapy school worth it, right? We went through this big... Dimir got into some crazy stuff with it. You know, people yeah. got a backlash on social yeah. media. Da, 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 da. You know, there's the question on the table. You're getting done with it. Yeah. The, is physical therapy school worth it? Is it worth the debt? It's, yeah. And Gene Schrockerbot had the greatest answer to this. It is, it is if you, um, he would say it's totally worth it because mm-hmm. he said it would be easy to make back that investment. Excuse me. If, you know, um, he would say it's totally worth it. Greg Todd would probably say something like, "It's totally worth it if you have an entrepreneurial mindset, or if you just you want to get in and you don't just want to work, uh, you know, eight to five. Because you know, if if the market gets saturated and you're looking to, if you're looking for a cush job, you you come out of school, you got all this debt, you got like basically a house you just paid for." And then you go to get a job, and you say it's you see it's only like sixty k, you know, and you're just working, you're being overworked at a mill for sixty k, not naming no names, but we know what we talk, <laughs> we know what we're talking about. That shit's not worth it. That shit ain't worth it. That doesn't make fucking sense. But if you want to do other shit, if you have, if you're more uh, have a go getter mentality, and you're like, yo, this is a stepping stone. To do some other cool shit that I couldn't do if I didn't have this doctorate of a degree in health professions. Which I am, you know, you're a movement expert now, quote unquote. You you have this opportunity, you have this knowledge base to really go make an impact in the musculoskeletal world of pain. You can do a lot of cool shit with that degree, whether or not, whether or not you know the debt plays a role in it. You know, because you could be totally happy making 60K and um, just being in debt because you're doing what you want to do. You're helping people in pain with these with these injuries and, you know, with making a huge impact. You're, you're helping people move better. Um, so if that's what you want, if that's what makes you happy, regardless of money, you should totally do it. But if if you want that plus plus more side hustle stuff, plus an entrepreneurial mindset of, of just 
you know, extending your reach further, yeah, it's totally worth it. It's gonna, it's gonna suck, but uh, like we're like, I mean, not suck, but it's just like the real shit's about. It's about to get real as fuck for us, because we got we'll have the loans to pay back, and then we want to do our own things, and we also want you also need a steady income. Yeah, and in the Austin market, it's tough. You know, and the, the Austin market's pretty tough. I don't think PTs are getting paid what they're worth here. Um, it's people always say the, the Austin market's kind of saturated, but. You know, we each have our own things that we can talk about in another podcast, and we're not kind of pushed for time. But um, yeah, it's—I would say, long story short, it's short. Short. It's worth it if you wanted, if you want willing to grind. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's long, long. That was a long-winded answer. Is 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 good. The only thing I kind of want to add to that is, you know. You and I have been training people for a little bit now, and I oftentimes hear people complaining about what they're doing. Oh, da, da, da. I'm like, Mother- bitch. motherfucker. I'm like, you go wake up at 5 a.m. five times a week like a trainer does. Yeah. And and if no one, if, especially if you're doing one on one training, which I think is kind of garbage, but you know, I, I've done it. I think it's old school. But um, you wake up at 5 a.m. Five times a week, and those your five a.m. doesn't show, but you have a six a.m. They show, but then you don't have another person till ten a.m. Like, and you're like, go do some construction for a day in a hundred degree weather, you yeah. know? And like, there's plenty of jobs where you make shit money. Yeah, dude, it is it is a privilege to be a physical therapist. Yeah, you know. So yeah. I mean, you, the pay could. Be more, I guess. Yeah. I, but like, you ain't you ain't dying out there. Yeah, it is a it's a cush job, right? You got a cush ass job, man. I, yeah. You get to move around. Yep, all day you're not stuck in a cubicle. You get to make people feel good. You get to work out. You know, whether you're yeah. in a hospital or whatever, you're still like moving. Yeah. You know, the patient population you work with might not be ideal, but you're still you're still getting paid better than most of the world. Yeah. So there's a lot to be grateful for, especially for motherfuckers like us that shouldn't even been in our position that we're in. Right. So yeah, just back to gratitude, right? Yeah, I should back be in gratitude. kitchen washing dishes somewhere. <laughs> you know. Yeah, man. So yeah, we we definitely got lucky as fuck to to be in the program. So like, as much as we joke and make fun of shit, like yeah, we should be eternally grateful to to get a random interview. Uh, from St. Augustine, the Flex program, and be like, hey, you guys, you both got rejected from the residential program. Do you guys want to interview for this new program we're starting on the Austin campus? Yeah, we took it. You know, we, we jumped at the chance to take it, knew and we wouldn't get in the, Like, I don't see us getting accepted in any other programs. No. You know, and, and we took it. Four years later, we're here. Felt exactly like four years. <laughs> Did not feel a day shorter. Yeah, man. All right. You get out of there. Keep your hustle <gasps> on. Let's go. See you later, listeners. Thank you, man. It's been a, it's been an awesome journey. Thank you for, for listening to us for four years. We're, we're going to still keep it going, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's, it's, it'll, it'll be a new story. It will be it'll a be new a, story. It'll be a part two. 
But we're always trying to give you that behind the scenes, what other people are doing. We're trying to give you the real. We're still gonna. That's the main focus. Is we're trying to interview someone like Danny, Danny Matei, and talk to him about his shoes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. The student thing is the only one aspect of it. And I think now we'll have a, we'll have we'll be able to share our own stories now. Of like we'll be able to. To share our journeys, side hustles and shit. Yeah, and just like we'll be able to share, um, to just give feedback on what's working for us, mm-hmm. and just have an intimate, intimate relationship with people. You know, and, and we want to continue to bring students on and find out how we can help help anybody, students, new grads, the the public, just by sharing our journey, man. Keeping it real. Hi, right, man.